surgery. It's a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really given it too much thought. I want to go into that more a little later. And uh, when was the last time you gave your cat some really nice nourishing breast milk? <laughs> I, I can't remember any time that I've done that. However, I'm, I'm guessing I'm about to find out. <laughs> and I'm chatting a sex dolls and a brand new fighting championship, which is going to set you off. All right. Oh, dear. Okay. All that and a whole lot more on The Source with Cindy and Daz, thanks to Umbrella Support and Radio Voice. The weird and wacky week that was. This is The Source with Cindy and Daz, thanks to Radio Voice and Umbrella Support. had surgery before in your life? Uh, define surgery because there's um, surgery and surgery. There's like day surgery and there's right. like major surgery. Yeah. Which ones are you talking so about? So I'm talking about like when you get gowned up on the bed and they're about to knock you out. So and the, just big, the big stuff. Do whatever they have to do to make you feel okay. No, no but I've yeah. seen plenty of uh, docos on it. It looks scary. Yeah. Have you been in that situation? I have. Yeah, no. I have. I remember signing a form once saying okay. that I actually might die in right. surgery and it was like, oh, this Serious is stuff. a little bit um, confronting. Can I have the menu for when I wake up later? I'll have the sandwiches. <laughs> uh, there's a tribunal in Austria Stop who it. heard that the Sorry, doctor... i use the buttons. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You ready for this? Yep. The doctor that marked the wrong leg... Of an 82-year-old patient, which the defendant claimed was a result of a systematic problem rather than a human error. So what's happened is the doctor's taken off the wrong leg. (laughs) This day and age. He's whacked off the wrong leg. You would wonder how that could possibly happen. (laughs) How does that sort of stuff happen, really? Got the texture out and drawn. Like, you know, when you go get your your boobs done. Like, I don't because I I haven't. No, well, I haven't either. He's got the Sharpie out and he's like drawn the line on the wrong person. Well, on the not not the wrong person. Had he been doing a podcast at that time and maybe had a couple of drinks? Possibly. We kind of did. Because it could be really, 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 yeah. Really interesting. Mm -hmm. The defendant said that errors in surgical planning had taken place because no page information was given in the patient file which is why a review was not possible. That doesn't make any sense to me. Most of our stories on our podcast, Mm. which is all about the weird and wacky, by the Mm. way, if you're just tuning in, how dare you? Yeah, hi. (laughs) Uh, Most of the stories don't make any sense. And just for our uh, one or two listeners that we might have around the world, (laughs) we don't proofread either. No. Because when we proofread, you find errors. When we don't proofread... Oh, it's fluent. It's it's is it really fluid? Oh no, fluent. Okay, oh fluent. Okay, yeah. Continue uh, on. I was digressing. The court was awarded. Now this is obviously an English story. The court was awarded five thousand pounds in damages. So what's that about? Like nine grand? Uh, yeah, about probably eight nine grand. AUD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in damages to the widow of the patient because she she died before she had a chance to even talk about her leg that was whacked off the wrong one. How could you die with just your leg? Coming I don't up? know. If she died in surgery. If she just died of shock when she woke up and no. the wrong leg was well, still there, I think I would be a little bit shocked as well. The horrific mistake was only discovered a couple of days later during a oh, a routine bandage change. Oh, oh my god, this is not funny. Oh my god, this is all everybody involved. I'm so sorry. Stop it. I'm going to hell. Uh, so what's basically happened is uh, a couple of days later, the old bags in bed in the wow, okay. ordered her sandwiches. No empathy here. And sorry, sorry, darling. 
bless you, rest in peace. Uh, I don't know if it was from the leg or if it was from a shock or a heart attack after that she realised that they'd taken the wrong leg off. The surgeon involved has since been moved to another clinic and has had the chance to appeal the verdict. That's it. There's nothing more. So we don't know what's happened, apart from the fact that she was only buried with one leg. Because the other, what do they do with, actually, what do they do with limbs that have been removed, like amputated? What happens to them? Well, I think it would just make for a cheaper funeral, wouldn't it? Because there's less um, people in the coffin. Yeah, but what happens at the, like just the... myself a laugh there. Yeah. And around the place. Oh, wow. You go if you like, if you touch the all buttons. Um... Anyway, I am a little bit interested now to find out, like, when they do an amputation, what happens to the limb? Where Maybe it goes go? to um, one of the lion and tiger parks over in... Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Oh, they feed it over to the tigers. Carol Dinner. Did we talk about that last week on the podcast? Carol How we Baskin. watched the same series, yeah. not twice? <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? What have you got? Uh, I've got a story about pillow fighting. Now, pillow fighting, oh, for guys out hell. there... The wrong Stop button. it. Oh, oh, the wrong button. Mm-hmm. Uh, for pillow fighting out there, for a guy, you automatically think of uh, scantily dressed uh, girls. Hot pants. Skimpy hot shorts. pants. Hitting each other's with Huge pillows. jugs. In the dorm. Oh, and it's all like pathetically thrown. Feathers going yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Kind of like one of those movies from the 70s, 80s, like Porky's and that kind of movie. Why where it's now, like, in my mind, is there water being poured over them at the same time? Is that hot? Or no, all the feathers stick, don't they? No, well, who cares? What's We know what's sticking. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, you got it. I'd be doing that. Oh. No. The Pillow Fight Championship, the PFC, if you don't mind, we say that in the Pillow Fighting Championship Circles, okay. will hold its first live pay-per-view event in Florida in Jan, and the sports boss, Steve Williams, has promised that the event will bring gripping combat without the violence of boxing. Boxing? Well, boxing is quite violent when you think of how many times you get punched in the head and there's blood and stuff everywhere. There's not going to be no blood with the PFC. Jesus is lucky. He said it's not, it's not something where you sit there and laugh and feathers are flying. Now I've lost a little bit of interest because that's what I was sort of right, hoping no, for. You it's had serious stuff, he said. It's hardcore. Uh-oh. That's what she said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Swinging in specialised pillows. Now, mm. I don't know what's in the specialised pillows. These people train for this event? Well, I don't know. It doesn't say. The competitors at the upcoming event mainly hail from the worlds of boxing and mixed martial arts, but William insists the sport would be family viewing. Uh, 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 <coughs> he said the only difference between our fights and MMA fights is that nobody gets hurt. What's MMA? Uh, mixed martial arts. All oh, right, you know, of course. Mind. Yeah, of course. The fighters don't like to get hurt, and there's a lot of people who don't want to see the blood. They want to see good competition. They just don't want to see the violence. Now, I think most people who go to boxing and mixed martial arts want to see a whole lot of violence. Yeah, definitely. But we're watching the PFC. Right. We're paying for that. We don't the want to see too much violence. Hello we just want to see champion. feathers going everywhere and half-naked chicks. Yeah. You can call it an alternative sport, but we think it's going to have mainstream appeal. You know what? Mm. Uh, what's his name again? Steve Williams. Mm-hmm. I think you're actually onto something here. Do you? I think the PFC will take off. Now, there's another story that we, uh, another sport we came across, remember, a couple of weeks ago when it was, what was it called? Up, upy down, upy down, or bouncy bouncy or something? Something like that. When they're these upy guys. Downy. Why have I got boobs in my head now? How does this I'm happen? I'm thinking of upy downy anyway. Upy downy boobs. Now, what I, was it? It was when the two two uh, competitors were in the glass room and they had to keep the balloon off the ground. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And they have obstacles in yeah, the, yeah. In the uh, room. There might yeah. be a car, there might be a sofa, there might be, who knows, cactus. Who knows what was there? But the, the whole idea of that game was to keep the balloon off the ground. Yeah. So now we've got uppity downity, whatever the uppity downity. 
And we've got the Pillow Fighting Championships. I'll tell you, you what. Do you need a moment? Sport, what, for which one? I don't know. Like, I just feel like you're just kind of, you know, having a moment. Visualising the Stop sports. It. I have well moved beyond that. Mm. And now I can remove the pillow from my lap. Oh, wow. But I think I would give that a shot. Pillow fighting sounds like it would be a whole lot of fun. The PFC, keep an eye for that on uh, first live pay-per-view event happening out of Florida in January. Mm. What do you got coming up next? Um, something absolutely uh, horrifying. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to just to tell you? Tell me. There's a woman who breastfed her cat. Well, keep me hanging for that one. On... An aeroplane. Can't wait for that. And I've got a story about a sex doll. Oh, of course. Which we always do anyway. Of course, yeah. And we're back. More weird and wacky stuff here. Stick around. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley. Did you know Australians have recycled over 30 million printer cartridges through Cartridges for Planet Art? That adds up to 13,000 tonnes of valuable resources that people like you have saved from landfill. Help us keep up the good work. Drop your used original cartridges into the special boxes of participating retail outlets or get a box for your workplace. Find out more at cartridges.planetarc.org. This is The Source with Cindy and Daz. Do you remember flying? Oh, boy. Do you remember getting um, on a plane? It's been that long now. Yeah. I kind of miss that. Don't you normally miss the, the oh. cues, the aggressive nature of the yeah. the uh, flight attendants, the lovely food? Yeah, the shit couscous that they put in those packages. Couscous. Couscous. What's they, that? I feel like it's um, – oh, it's a wheat – actually, I just learned this this week. It's a, mm. it's a wheat-based product. Right. It's, it's cheap and yep. it fills a lot of space in like – so – they, it's like a base instead of like rice or potatoes right. or something. It's vegetarian. So well, it's, all, it's all for the vegans and stuff. I don't recall ever having that. It's like, a, it's crap. You'd hate it. But don't you normally on our flights you get like cheese and crackers if you're lucky well, or we nothing don't, at all? Some people get some couscous. On an international right. flight you get a, uh, you get a meal. Right. And sometimes you get I, – I think I ordered one once by accident because I didn't like the other one. Option. You know you get two options in cattle class. In cattle class, yes. Either have, you, you can have this uh, mm. bread and water or nothing. That's sir. right. Or you can have, you know, a soft drink or maybe a coffee or tea. Gotcha. Or if you're this woman's cat, you can have her breast milk. Uh, there was an unidentified female who flew from Syracuse in mm. New York to Atlanta where she was caught breastfeeding her cat on the plane. Just, I'm just, again, I, I was in this happy place where mm. the girls were bouncing around hitting <laughs> each other with pillows. Now I'm talking about pussy. Now, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and now I've got this... Terrible image Stop it. in my head of some middle-aged woman. I just want to know what kind of airline allows your cat to Delta, get on the flight. It is Delta, you're right, yeah. Uh, a flight attendant told this woman repeatedly to stop and put her cat back in its cage. However, the woman refused. So she's just whacking her boobs out. Like, I hope it was a good one. Like, we've, we've all got a good one and a bad one, just so oh, you know. Tell girls, me a bit yeah. more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're not going to tell me. She's whacked that. out no. her left one if that's the one that's good for her. It's probably full of milk because she wants Kitty Cat to, right. to have the good stuff. Kitty Cat wants the good stuff. Kitty Cat. I feel like that's one of the girls playing with the pillows. <laughs> oh, you thought it was funny. Uh, uh, a message was sent through to the Aircraft Communications Addressing and Reporting System, which is the ACARS for those playing at home, mm-hmm. to alert Delta crew in Atlanta that a passenger in seat 13A 
is, in inverted commas, or rabbit ears, or bunny ears, or whatever you want to say it, mm-hmm. is breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in its character or carrier even. Sorry, I got distracted. My phone just went. My phone just went. Character. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Expressway the cat. Won't put the cat, cat back. Put the cat back in the carrier. Yeah, got it. Thanks. Stop it. All right. So uh, the message says, uh, passenger in seat 13A is breastfeeding a cat. Will not put cat back in its carrier uh, when requested. Mm. Right? Uh, I feel like it's like Morse code or something like they're tapping like, into the people on the ground. But you're allowed to just bring a cat from a carrier. Apparently. Into the cabin area. Like um, we can't do that here in Australia. No. It's downstairs. The cat pussy goes downstairs. Correct. You go downstairs for pussy. Yeah, that's <laughs> Flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth, who was on board during the incident, took to TikTok because that's, that's where you that's go. Where you all, the kid, all the cool kids do that. Uh, she did that on November 13th to explain more about what went down. Pussy man. That's what she said. Anyway, I'm not. Uh, the woman, okay, so she said this woman had one of those like hairless cats yeah. swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby, she said. Mm-hmm. Her shirt was up. You right? Yeah. Okay. Just uh, not moving in a hurry. Uh, she's, uh, her shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to la- <laughs> to latch on to her boob. You know, we... No, you don't know how you do that with a baby. No, it's actually no, no, quite. I have never um, tried that. I've seen it happen. Yeah, but I've it's never tried really it. frustrating if you can't get your cat to latch onto your boob or you try to feed <laughs> or even it. A, or even a baby. Correct. The cats have got pretty sharp teeth. I mean, how's that work? Well, she says here that the cat uh, wasn't latching on, mm. uh, but the woman wouldn't put the cat back in the character. Uh, in the character. Why am I saying character? <laughs> you want a moment? Excuse me, I just have some more of my vodka. Just, a, just a, a reminder that we do these podcasts whilst drinking. Cheers to you. Just a moment, please. Just after 6pm on a... Back in just a moment. ...Saturday night here at The Source. All the weird and wacky stuff. Thanks to Umbrella Support and Radio Voice. Thank you Stop for having it. my back. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, so she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier. Right, gotcha. Uh, and the cat was screaming for its life. Can you... That was good, right? Well, I had no other button to press, so I just wanted to laugh. Elizabeth revealed Stop in it. another video that uh, security got involved. However, she's unsure of what happened to the woman and the cat once they actually got out of the plane. So she doesn't know what happened then. Uh, the Delta employee who sent the message uh, also requested that Delta's red coat team apprehend the woman once she got to the ground. The red coats are the elite airport customer service experts, apparently. Get a red coat. Yeah. Red's a word at the moment, isn't it? Oh, it's a very, very topical. Aggressive colour. Very aggressive. Actually, the colour of. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they're identifiable by their bright red coats. You don't want to be near red anything. Don't it gets you in all sorts of trouble. Nothing red at all. Gets you in all sorts of trouble. Uh, they are specifically trained to handle the. Uh, on the stop customer issues. That's Ooh. what it says. On the stop. So or, when or people even on get the off spot, the, maybe on the stop. It says on uh, the stop. Bottom on, line. No, yeah, you read that. Thanks. On the what? Into the microphone. Down the bottom. Bottom line. On the stop. I what that means is it, when they I get think. off the plane. On the stop. I've never heard that term at all. On the stop. On the stop customer issues, which right. means anything that's happened on the plane that needs to be addressed once they hit the ground. They go to the on-the-stop customer issue. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense um, at all. What's that place called where you, like, it's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know um, There's a lady called um, Karen and she says, 
Can customer from 13A please report to the on the stop customer issue desk? <laughs> that, I just don't understand. On the stop doesn't make any sense at all. Customer sitting in 13A please report to the on the stop customer desk. We have a, um, That's a done, by the way. relevant story that does link into uh, travel red? and drinking. Oh. No oh. red. No, we're leaving red out of it because you know it's a very aggressive colour and people get a little bit upset when uh-huh. you mention red. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we. Um, <laughs> May have gone out and had a couple of drinks with a couple of very good friends of ours. How at many a drinks? Local cocktail bar yesterday. Uh, quite a few. Yeah, a right. few is anywhere beyond three. Yeah. Okay. Good. So good, we're in good. the new category. Yep. And uh, when we uh, had retired <gasps> a little later on in the evening, mm. I was looking at uh, socials as I do because you just spend some time just scrolling through, scroll, scroll, scrolling scroll. on through. Swipe, swipe, and, scroll, um, scroll. There was a, a very interesting holiday. <laughs> now, I'm not going to get to the holiday just yet because uh, we just continued on and then woke up this morning, <laughs> a little bit later on in the morning. I was going through my emails and I thought, hang on, what's this confirmation? Booking confirmation. And uh, what we had done last night, a beautiful. Hang on, hang on, hang on, mate. What? what we'd done? Oh, no, no. Last no, night? No, no. You were part of this. Who hit the button? You were part of it. You were part of it. What you did. So what we had done, you had did. decided together. What you did. Because I remember parts of it and I remember <laughs> you giving me the green light. I vaguely remember something. booked a holiday. Now for our international listeners, you might not be aware of uh, Australian icons, Jimmy Barnes, Daryl Braithwaite and Richard Clapton. Oh, favourites of ours. This is freaking horses they riding are, on they the are. horses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Woo. Stop it. Oh, that God, was. I'm so excited. <laughs> now, we um, have, have apparently booked a flight. Oh, my God. Booked flights, no, we've uh, not booked flights yet. Oh, no, for just the, just the holiday. Oh, we booked To the, the Whitsunday Islands in <laughs> Queensland to go and see an exclusive and intimate concert over five days. It was $487 million. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, we'll be heading off there in May. <laughs> we'll some great socials. This will be great. We might even go live from uh, the Whitsunday Islands, which we just can't wait to go and oh, see. Now, shit. To go and see Jimmy Barr. Richard Clapton and Daryl Braden will be fantastic. They're going to be dead soon anyway, so um, it's going to be amazing. I think the opportunity is great, but just don't book holidays drunk. That's the know, message, kids, if you're listening. Before you finish this up, because it is kind of a little bit funny and it's very us, yeah. do you know what would have been better mm-hmm. if John Farnham was there? How amazing yeah, would that have been? he's already retired and he's here. I don't think he's got any more comebacks. He comes back all the time. Well, we'll just stay tuned for that one because no oh. doubt we'll be talking about our holiday over the next four months as we're <laughs> leading up to it and the amount of money it's no doubt cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a model claims that a sex doll company has turned her into a racy figurine. When you're that hot and a sex doll company sees you and says, we're making a sex doll based on what this chick looks like, when, that's that's a big compliment, I reckon. They see me? Wish I had crickets here. I just haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I don't think I've got. I'm just gonna let that laugh out a little because I'm gonna grab a drink. Yeah, no, it's fine. We'll do that. We'll just wait for Karen. Not heard her today. Karen and the Baron. Baron. Oh, there she there is. He's a carpenter. Yep. Yael. Now I want you to have a look at the name mm-hmm. of this um, Israeli model. Would you pronounce that Yael Cohen Aris? Uh, I'm really bad. Yale, Cohen, Aris. Yeah, we'll I go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apologies to the Aris family. There's probably a ch in there somewhere. I think there would be. They did that, didn't they? Yale, Cohen, Aris. Yep. Says that the doll studio model is based on her down to this. We've got, what was uh, that? We've got batteries running low, so we have to finish this podcast quick. Oh. 
Uh, the studio model is based on a down to the smallest details, including a unique beauty mark. Oh, God, where is it? It's on her good boob. Is it on her good boob? <laughs> the uh, Israeli model even says that the doll has been given her first name, so there can be no doubt who it's inspired by. Okay. Aris is angered by the model's like. They're still telling me we've got, uh, gone into uh, PC battery saver mode now. We're okay. All right. Uh, she's angered by the model's likeness and has demanded that it be removed from the sale site. Right. Oh, it's cheap. That's why she it's told on the sale. Daily Star. Now, if the Daily Star are involved in the newspaper, it is hard hitting because they only cover the big stories. Only those ones. Someone reached me to address my attention to a whole discussion about a doll head prototype. Surprisingly, it was very familiar face. It was very familiar face. She said, "Very familiar face." It was very familiar face. Very familiar. But back then. I didn't understand what was going on, so I didn't give it too much attention and forgot about it. Mm. The second time, however, <laughs> I couldn't be mistaken. The link took me to a sex doll website where I found out a company decided to turn me into one of their sex dolls without my consent or knowledge. That's a compliment. I would, I would take that as a compliment That's as well. That's a compliment. They stole my face, my body, even the tiniest details such as my beauty mark under my lips. Oh. doesn't say what lips were. <gasps> Oh my god, you did not. No, you didn't. I was going to read the other story about pillow fighting there. Stop it. That's where I'm at now. I need to go and have another drink. They stole my face. We've done that. But even use my name. They called the doll Yale as well. So Yale looks exactly like Yale. And it's got all the details right down to the finest detail of that beauty mark under her lip. Well, I hope her good so, boob looks as good as it does in real life. Well, That's I think everyone's going to find out. I'll be doing a Google search a little bit later. Oh, on. yes, you will. Shall I give you some time? Maybe a little bit more time. Yeah, would be great. Cause I'm we just, don't have um, much on that laptop, though. Because so. the, we haven't. It's almost dead. Mm-hmm. Um, underneath that story, there was a the story about the pillow fighting. My girls are out there uh, Your belting girls? each other with pillows. What again. girls? Well, the girls in my brain oh. are belting each other with pillows. How right now. How many of them are there? Ah, oh, there's plenty. <laughs> yeah. All right. That story's done. That's been fun. So's the episode. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Thank you. We will. This Thank is, you. Uh, Who am I thanking? Thank you. <laughs> Just thank you. That was very thank serious. Thank you, me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week for another episode of The Source. Thanks, Sue. Radio voice and umbrella support. See you later. Take it easy out there. Don't drink and book holidays. <laughs> Have a good week. See ya. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of The Source with Cindy and Daz. Thanks to Radio Voice and Umbrella Support. For more, check out extrabutter.com.au.